Welcome to the first official episode of the Self-Conscious Podcast. I'm excited to get started. And bringing in my first guest co-host of the week is my good friend, Laisa. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. So, because this is the first season of the podcast, I thought we should do something a little fun, you know, so the listeners can get to know you. So, I'm just going to ask... I'm just gonna ask you who's your celebrity crush or personal crush if you want to be ballsy. So I don't have a personal crush because I don't talk to men. <laughs> um, if I did talk to the men, the only man I would talk to would be the Chris Evans because Ooh. he is my number one penultimate celebrity crush. Do you mind telling us why? why not like <laughs> like have you seen him <laughs> like i feel like that needs no explanation that you know what i concur he's a very fine looking man he is america's ass he looks he good in the white knit sweater <laughs> he he owns the cable knit sweater like that is for him like i feel like we don't even need to elaborate like yeah um anything else anyone wants to know about me um <laughs> my name is Lysa. that's Lysa, not lisa <laughs> not laisha um i am 24 i live in the same state as stephanie <laughs> we've been best friends since high school um, and she has kindly asked me to co-host this episode of this podcast for whatever reason. She trusts me enough to do that. So thanks for having me. Of course. Well, you heard it here, folks. Laisa, future wife of Chris Evans. Or future second wife, because I plan to be the first. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, <laughs> oh we're Anyways. fighting today. Anyway, moving on. Anyways, moving on to the topic. All right, so let's get started. Today we're talking about the expectations for people in their mid-20s, specifically people of color. And listen, there are expectations we have for ourselves, expectations our parents have of us, and expectations society has for us. And if you're anything like me, you probably feel like you haven't met these expectations and are feeling a little self-conscious about it. Well, no worries. Laisa and I are going to have an honest conversation about how these expectations affect us on a regular basis. With the holidays just around the corner, this topic is especially relevant. Hopefully this conversation resonates with you and lets you know that you are not alone in this. Let's talk about the expectations we had for ourselves. For me personally, I thought that by the time I reached my 20s, I was gonna be married. I was gonna have a full-time job, probably have kids. And I'm thinking like later 20s. I wasn't thinking like early 20s, but I did think that in my early 20s, I was going to meet the love of my life. (laughs) Okay, okay. And, you know, it was all going to be such a fantasy afterwards and living Mm -hmm. that American dream. But there's um, obviously there's a difference between expectations versus reality. And my reality has been that that is not the case. Okay, I, amen. I am currently 24 years old and still in college. I am wrapping up my undergrad, folks. But yay for undergrad. I, 
Thank you. But I thought I was going to be done like around maybe 21, 22. I didn't think it was going to be when I was 24. I've been in school for almost five years. So that was definitely not the plan. Um, in terms of being married, it hasn't even crossed my mind. <laughs> I haven't even thought about it. It's the last, having kids is the last thing I want to do. Being married is the last thing I want to do. What about you? What were your expectations for yourself when you were younger about what you thought you were going to be in your 20s? I feel like I had like a very detailed timeline of what I wanted my life to look like. So it was like, you know, go to college at 18, graduate at 22, you know, work my dream job and then get married when I'm like 26, 27, have a couple kids and then, you know, live out the rest of my life. But that is not the case. I am also 24. I took longer to graduate than I wanted to. It took me like five years roughly to mm -hmm. graduate. So that threw me off about a year. <laughs> and then I decided a year after I graduated that I didn't like the degree that I got. I mean, I do like my degree and it's great. Sure. <laughs> but... <laughs> I kind of realized that my priorities had shifted and the career that I had predicted for myself, the career that I had thought I wanted was not really the perfect fit for me. So, you know, five years of university down the drain, just kidding. It's not that, mm. it's not that serious, but I just <laughs> ultimately decided that I was going to go back to school and, you know, get another degree in another bachelor's degree so just have another whack yeah. at it you know yeah just try again you know I'm still young <laughs> I have plenty of time but yeah definitely not what I anticipated at all and I think that's fine too so now the expectations I have for myself currently are completely different than what I had back then when I was younger my expectations for myself now is that basically to just kind of get through school just kind of live another day you know just yeah. not take everything so seriously and to be a lot more nicer to myself of where I am currently because I was so I've been so hard on myself these last three years when I probably shouldn't have and I think this is because of society we have a they give us a timeline of when we should finish things and wrap things up and I, because mm -hmm. I feel like I haven't met that timeline I feel like a little like I'm lagging behind but now it's but now you know recognizing that that's that's a problem <laughs> Yeah. on society's part and the fact that we we probably tried to live up to it but now I just kind of want to live my life day by day get through what I need to get through obviously wrap up my undergrad probably start law school but not anytime soon maybe in the next year or so and then in the meantime do things that I enjoy doing like uh travel spending time with my dogs spending time with my family and friends really just living just living life because I think I've been so used to being thinking ahead thinking what the next step is going to be that I haven't had the time to just pause and just enjoy the moment okay. and for I know as cliche as this has sounds this I know this pandemic has sucked but it really has made people pause and think about life and think about what's really important and mm -hmm. for me it is the fact that I have I have been living my life thinking ahead and never really just stopping in the moment and just appreciating the fact that I'm here and that I'm alive. Um, and so I think that's what 
that's what I've been doing lately. I think that's my expectation for myself now is just to get through school, but at my own pace and time, obviously get the degrees I want. Hopefully I wrap that up before I hit my 30s. If I don't, it's okay. But really that is what my goal is at this point is just to wrap up my degrees um, and enjoy living my life because I'm in my 20s. I'm young, healthy, practically in the prime of my prime of my life. I should be enjoying every second of it. And yeah, I should be enjoying every second of it. I think I think those that's where my expectations are. They're pretty low key, pretty pretty down to earth. Not not very high expectations as the ones I had when I was a kid. I don't yeah. I'm not expecting myself to be married <laughs> in the next <laughs> 5 years. I'm not expecting myself to have kids. Got hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully oh not. If anything, I'll have like a fur baby and I'll have four legs in a tail. Oh, oh, a fur baby. <laughs> I thought you said a furb baby. I'm like, oh. hey. what about you? What are your expectations for yourself currently? So for me, I think I've done a lot of reflection over the last year. I would say kind of like what you said, the pandemic has kind of given a lot of time to think about what really matters, what's really important. And I've kind of, I'm working on getting to a state in my life where I feel content with wherever, wherever I am. So like kind of in the mindset of like, this is where I'm supposed to be, like trying not to compare myself to other people, um, like trying not to, you know, rate my success or trying not to what's the word I'm looking for compare my success (laughs) to other people or other individuals because I feel like at this point in my life I kind of just want to enjoy Mm -hmm. things um and not like simple as that like I just want to enjoy things and I want like obviously like for me like I want to have a career and I think that's really important and I'm I'm working towards that but I think it's also important for me to take a step back and you know figure out like things that genuinely make me happy because I think for a long time because of this like drive to like, you know, go, 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 finish school as quickly as possible, you know, start your career as quick as possible. Mm -hmm. I forgot what, like, I genuinely love to do because I've been consumed for the past, I don't know. I mean, how long have we been in school for since we were four, five years old? Like, just, just always trying to think of like, the next step, like what, thinking ahead, like, what's the next move. And in that process, I've kind of, I feel like I kind of lost a bit of myself in this, in this, I don't know, this like struggle to be like the best, like the best version, the best successful version of myself. Like I, you know, I forgot like things that I like to like to do. Like I used to love reading. I used to sit and read for like hours and hours on end, but because I'm so like driven by like this weird desire to like, you know, go, go, go. Like I don't take the time to do things that I love anymore. So I think now that I'm aware of it, 
like it's obviously I'm not perfect and I'm gonna forget to prioritize things that are important to me Mm -hmm. but I think as I move forward in life I want to just be more appreciative of things that make me happy as opposed to like things that will bring me like the most success yeah no I agree I think the fact that I think that's actually a good point because we're like you said we're so used to just hitting the next step in in our supposed timeline we start kind of forgetting the essence of who we are things that make us happy things that brought us joy in the words of Marie Kondo if it doesn't bring you joy throw it out throw it away we're, we're Marie it. yes we're Marie Kondoing our life now yes snaps for you I can't snap my fingers but you know <laughs> um but I think the reason we're so on the go like just thinking ahead not even taking time to pause is because it's that timeline that society has given us it's the timeline that they expect of us which is to you know go to school finish high school immediately go to college right afterwards finish your degree in four years if you you know and then move on to whether you get a master's or not say like two three years also and then start working full-time being a contributing member of society and then start a family afterwards that's basically the timeline society gives us but Again, it's like what the expectation is versus reality. And the reality is nobody, no, well, there are some people, but most yeah. people do not meet that timeline. So pe- people now are currently changing what those expectations, society expectations are, which is great, but it's still so ingrained into what we're supposed to do and be that it's hard to kind of, take ourselves out of that unnecessary timeline that society has given us what do you think yeah I agree I feel like when you disrupt the timeline or the status quo you kind of feel like not only are you disrupting all that is expected of you you're kind of disrupting what you've internalized so Mm. if you have this idea of how your life's going to play out And then all of a sudden, your life doesn't play out in the way that you hoped it would. That can be a very debilitating feeling. Like it can only, like depending on how high of expectations you have for yourself, like going from, you know, knowing exactly what you want to not knowing what you want to do at all can be, can be very detrimental to like your mental health, to your physical health, to you know, all sorts of things, like your relationships with other people, like your relationship with yourself. Yeah. I don't even want to give society all the blame here on that unnecessary timeline, because I think a lot of the pressure also comes from our parents. You know, actually just looking back on it, I think the expectations I had for myself when I was younger for where I'd be in my 20s weren't even my own expectations. Actually, I think they were my parents. They had those expectations for me. Um. And like, I think internalize them. Yes. I think for most people of color too, if you're any, if your parents are anything like my parents, you had to reach the top three jobs in order to be considered a success in the family. So your parents Mm -hmm. could say, we did it. We did a good job. You either have to be a lawyer, a doctor, or an engineer. If you're not any of those three, you failed. I'm sorry. <laughs> you failed, essentially. And my parents literally had the same expectation for me. 
Um, my parents are Haitian. So when I told them that I didn't want to be a doctor anymore, because <laughs> I spent the first like three years of undergrad as pre-med. Um, and when I told them, hey, mom and dad, I don't want to go to med school anymore. Uh, that wasn't, they were not thrilled. <laughs> um, but they weren't, they weren't awful. But it was definitely, I feel like a little bit of a disappointment because to having, being able to say, oh, my daughter is a doctor is probably like the best thing in the world. And I unfortunately robbed them of that. So, <laughs> um, and, but that also made me feel kind of bad. Like, when I made the decision to like just shift everything in undergrad and just um, get my basic ass degree, it's not that basic, it's a good degree. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I felt like not only was I disappointing my parents, but I was disappointing myself because their expectations for me had kind of been internalized for a long time. So I felt like mm. in the process of failing them, I was failing myself. Well, damn. <laughs> yeah. I I see at this point, like I'm getting my degree for myself, but I do every once in a while joke with my parents and throw out, you know, mom, I'm actually going to drop out of college. I'm going to live out on a van, live that van life, go across the country. You'll never see me again. I mean, she probably will because she's my mom, but I, you know, I don't need a degree. It's whatever. The look she gives me. Oh, awful i feel like like you know that saying if looks could kill yeah she is the diff she if you look up that saying her face is right next to it that woman at me with murder and she says that thing that every i don't know how i don't know if you're mexican or if you're latino or if you're colored and your parents says it but she says i'm I'm translating for y'all i don't know what i did to have God punish me <laughs> by, having you, <laughs> by having you in my life. And Just I'm because always, you wanted to be a van lifer. I know. And I'm like, mom, oh, damn, mom, I was just kidding. I didn't mean it. Like, shit. It's just like, at this point, like, I know that she will also say from time to time, you know, your degree is for you, not for anybody else. It's not for me or your dad. It's for you. But the reality is that you want to make your parents proud, especially when they're people of color, because you know that they struggled to, you know, that they struggled their whole life. The sacrifices that your parents have made is so you can be successful, so you can reach the goals that they weren't able to reach. So mm-hmm. like you were saying, even though I know the degree is for myself, I do feel guilty if I don't accomplish what I said I was going to accomplish because I do feel like at the same time I'd be letting myself down and I'd be letting my parents down and and then that further internalizes that that desire to want to fulfill that unnecessary timeline that society gives us because our parents are also emphasizing that timeline you know I actually had the same exact almost the same exact van life conversation with my mom (laughs) (laughs) and she was so mad at me that I would consider I was like I'll graduate like I'll be done with school and I'll just have my you know my job and I'll live in a van and she's like I have worked tirelessly for years and years to help put you through school give you a place to live for you to all throw it away and live in an RV 
<laughs> West Coast. And I was like, I would still have a job. And she's like, I don't want to hear it. If you're not going to live in a house or an apartment, like she was ready to cut me off. <laughs> like it was, it was kind of funny at the time, but like she was, she was dead serious. And I think it's just because like, even if I, you know, said like, oh, you know, like at the time it was kind of funny, but I kind of realized now that it was kind of a, like a kick in the teeth for her. Like here she mm. is, you know, like I said, she's done all these things for me. And then me saying that I wanted to throw it all away and live in a van was like, kind of like I was throwing all that back into her face. So I mm. felt bad. And I was like, okay, mom, I won't live in a van. Just to say like, for those <laughs> listening, if you are a van lifer or if you didn't go to college, like there's absolutely 100% nothing wrong with that. No shade. It's like no shade whatsoever. Like we're just basing this off of our own personal experiences. If anything, we're a little jealous that you're living that life. Yeah, honestly, like I wish I was you. <laughs> I wish I could be a van lifer. Oh my God. It's just, it sounds yeah. like the dream. Honestly, honestly, it is my secret dream life. It is. You, it is. You want to just, just screw it all and just we'll live in a van together in Oregon? Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> let's go okay and even though i know we i know we were joking about it but my mom does say if i ever did make the decision to leave school or have or live a van life or do anything else she would she says that it's the it would be the worst mistake of my life because it's like what you said it would be like giving her a slap in the face giving both my parents a slap in the face because they have put in a lot of sacrifice to get me to where I am. But that's honestly not fair to have that pressure because it only makes us feel more self-conscious about where we are in life and whether or not we've achieved that success that they, that our parents expect of us. And I think for Pac, it's so much harder to achieve that level of success because the level of success our parents want us to achieve is the level of success that society wants us to achieve and it's hard and the reason I'm saying it's hard to do that is because as Pac as people of color we don't meet the demographic of societal success I think also and just when you are a BIPOC which is black indigenous person of color black indigenous or person of color that's black the way that society views your level of success or your ability to attain success is very different than your white peers. So if you're a white cis man, success is a lot more attainable for you than it would be for me, um, than it would be for you, than it would be for someone who is of the LGBTQ plus community. I think just knowing that it's there's a lot of barriers to success for marginalized groups. So it makes it 10 times harder, 100 times harder, 1,000 times harder to kind of reach the level that of success that you want when you know that you have all those barriers against you. And it makes it, and that can take, you know, significant toll on like how you view yourself, your mental health, that sort of thing. I agree. I agree with all that. I think, and you know what? The honest truth, 
people the honest truth is that fuck society expectations fuck society standards fuck society's unnecessary timeline and fuck society's definition of success we are all allowed to be wherever we want to be in life we are all allowed to follow our own journeys whatever that may look like and you are all allowed to be successful in whatever that looks for you like we were joking about the van life thing honestly if that's what makes you happy live it do that do your thing that's your life you're already successful if you're doing what makes you happy and no one is getting hurt in the process you are a successful person period right and not everybody has to go to college and not everybody has to do some level of education whether it be trade school or whatever you can do whatever it is you want to do because at the end of the day it is whatever makes you happy it is whatever it gives you passion whatever gives you joy like we said at the beginning of this video we're Marie conduing our life if it doesn't give you joy throw it out move on absolutely also you said video not podcast just thought I'd let you know thank you for correcting me you're very welcome that's so embarrassing (laughs) secondhand embarrassment (laughs) okay but anyway just to piggyback off of that stuff um yeah like success is what is that word I'm looking for success is subjective like it doesn't really mean anything (laughs) like you can you can see you know what is success like a successful person you can have an idea of a successful person but at the end of the day, the way they view success is going to be 10 times, there's going to be not 10 times, like it's just going to be different. Like success has levels, success has nuances, success has so many different things going into it that it's hard to define it one singular way. And I think Mm -hmm. if we kind of let go of that expectation of like success means money, success means fame, success means I don't know what achieving. are the other parameters achieving some sort of goal like if we kind of let go of those expectations I feel like we as a whole as a society will be a lot happier because we're not kind of stuck in this bubble stuck in this I'm really great with adjectives and words and nouns guys um just we won't be stuck essentially like we will be free to live our lives without kind of the comparison, without the feelings of, you know, regret, without the feelings of lagging behind all those things. If we're just able to recognize that success is fake. Right. I agree with you. I don't think success is fake, but I just think, like you said at the beginning, it's subjective. It's whatever you want to make it. And yeah. I know when we say, you know, don't compare your success to somebody else's. I know it's easier said than done to not feel self-conscious and to not compare yourself to somebody else because it's such a human thing to do. But the truth is, like we've been saying, your success is whatever you want to make it to be. And your and your six and your success is not defined by whatever job you have, what your marriage status is, well, whether what your what your relationship status is because you don't have to be married to be successful and you don't have you to have, have to be in a relationship to be successful 
Exactly. You can be single and be successful. And you can also be married and be successful. You're literally success is whatever you want to make it because it's your journey. It's your life. Mm -hmm. And like, I know, like I said, it's easier said than done, but you need to accept it. You need to believe it, that you are exactly where you're supposed to be in life, that you are doing what is necessary so you can achieve whatever happiness is that you're trying to achieve because really that's that's the definition of success is having your own happiness is achieving your own happiness doing what makes you happy putting yourself first that's what success is it's not a job it's not money it's not material things it's as cliche as it sounds it's the things that aren't material and in this case it's your happiness whatever makes you happy that's that's the that's successful you're already killing it if you are if you're already happy Mm -hmm. yeah that was beautiful success is from within (laughs) (laughs) on the inside um yeah that was great I wholeheartedly agree like you know I feel like we're just gonna keep repeating it until it sticks but yeah I think we just gotta be a little less hard on ourselves and obviously that is easier said than done Mm -hmm. and that takes a lot of internal work Um, but I think if we can let go of the rigid, the rigidity, is that a word? (laughs) If we can let go of the structure, thank you. (laughs) I'm going to use a different adjective though. If we can let go of like the structure, the nap, that was an adjective. If we can let go, sorry, grammar, everyone. Um, if we can just let go of those structures, I think we as a society will be way happier. Honestly, here, here's where, here's the thing. You don't know, you don't owe anybody success. Like it is yours and yours only. You don't owe it to anyone. If you choose to view it that way, obviously, but Mm -hmm. like it is for you. It is for you to define. It is you to choose not to share is for you to choose to share if you'd like Mm -hmm. but your success is yours and yeah so for everybody listening out there again per the title of our podcast it is okay to feel self-conscious it is okay to feel like you are struggling It is okay to feel like you are not where you're supposed to be in life. It is okay. It's completely fine. It's a valid feeling. You are not a weirdo, nor are you wrong for in any way, shape, or form for feeling the way you do. It's a completely valid human emotion. And you don't have to have it figured out. You don't have to know where you're going. And you don't, and hey, self-confidence is hard to achieve. Not everybody does it. So this podcast is for you guys to feel a little bit more comfortable talking about people, talking with two people who have also felt self-conscious about this topic. And that's why we're discussing it. So you guys can have a safe space to feel like you're, to feel like you belong, to feel like, hey, like this is my community. They understand what we're going, what I'm going through. This is what, this is what we're for. It's just to have an honest conversation. Well, that wraps up the podcast episode. Thank you so much for joining us. I wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. 
please follow us on our Instagram page, self-conscious underscore podcast. Let us know if you have any questions, if you have any topics you would like us to discuss, or anything you think we should work on, as we're always open to constructive criticism. And I will see you all next Tuesday. Have a good one, Conchitas.